And welcome back to the JMO Sports Podcast. And this is the ninth episode of this podcast, which is going to be about Baseball 101, which is basically how baseball works. Um, today's bas- uh, today's episode will basically be about, uh, one, how baseball works, and that's kind of be the majority of the episode. Um, and then we'll be going kind of um, over my predictions for football this weekend. Um uh, and also uh, do a little a uh, little bit of a remembrance for uh, 9/11 coming up this Saturday, um, and I and I will throw in some baseball knowledge um, for the seasons and stuff like that as well. Um, so let's get on to the first topic, which is um, baseball 101. Alrighty, here we are on to the first topic, which is baseball 101, basically how baseball works. Um, it's broken down basically into innings. Um, baseball games consist of innings, and an inning is both a top and a bottom half of the inning where teams switch off from playing offense and defense. Um, which defense is basically the fielders, where you'll see three outfielders, you'll see two uh Four infielders, a catcher, and a pitcher. Um, and it's um, and I'll, I'll get more into the, the positions later. But um, and it's like and then the offense is basically the batters where, you, where you'll see somebody trying to hit the ball out of the uh, out of the into a home run or you'll sit, hit um, trying to get a single or whatever. Um, and then in and then MLB games the, the games normally last about nine innings. Um. The teams with the most runs at the end of the nine innings um, is declared the winner. If the score is tied, um, they will go into extra innings um, until somebody wins. So basically, like I said, if it goes all the way to nine innings and it's five to five, and then that third out in the bottom of the ninth um, comes to play and it's still tied, they'll go into a tenth inning. Then the, and if it's still tied, then they'll go to eleventh, and then twelfth, and then thirteenth, and so on. Um, and it's like the, the longest I this me personally have seen a game. It's probably about fourteen innings, and then it ended in that in the bottom of the fourteenth. Um, and I, I was kind of surprised that I saw it go that far, but because I don't, I don't, and I'm not sure what the record is. For the longest one, but um, I know it's about that long, uh, maybe a little bit longer. I'm not too sure. Um, and this is uh, the next thing is the pace of a baseball game is often slower than other sports, mainly because there's no clock to like stop baseball, basically. So it's like in football, you have a 15 minute timer, in hockey, uh, I think it's about 15 minutes as well for each quarter or period in hockey. Um, and in soccer, it's, it goes 40, 45 minutes and, and then each. And so, but in baseball, there's no timer. And so normally it, a, a one inning could last 15 minutes if it wanted to, or it could last 30 minutes or something like that. So you, if you want, if you're, if you're a patient person and you like baseball, then baseball is your sport. Um, but if you're not patient, then I would say probably go watch uh, uh, some of the other sports. Um, but it's like it's there's I've 
I've never really sat longer than nine innings, um, and like go actually going to a game, but watching games, I've had to. There's been times where a game started at five and it didn't end till like eight, <laughs> um, and so that it's like if there if there was a timer, I think baseball would probably end a lot sooner um, than it does, but it don't. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is outs. Um, a batter can get uh, get an out by striking out three times, which is um, and it's called a strikeout. So a strike is basically you'll see you'll see the strike zone. Um, sometimes they'll have it like marked on the on the screen when you're watching the game, where you'll see this box around from the chest about down to the knees, or a little bit lower than the chest down to the knees, and you'll see that box. That's called the strike zone. And if a if the, a pitcher throws the ball um, throws the ball into that strike zone and the the, um, the the batter does not swing at it or swings at it and misses, then it is considered a um, a strike. And if you get three of those, you're out. Um, and it's like if you hit if you hit if you hit a ball foul, that's basically like you'll see you'll see the lines. If you hit a ball to the right or the left of those lines. Like on the left side, it'll be to the far left, and if it's on the right side, it'll be the far right. If you hit a ball anywhere outside of those lines, then it'll also be called a strike. And if you, you, there's no limit in those, but it's it's just that's um, that's another way to kind of get a strike. Um, but like I said, if you get three strikes, not not including the fouls, but if three strikes thrown down the middle and you swing or um, and miss, or you just don't swing at all, then it's considered an out. Um, if a fielder catches a hit ball in the air before it touches the ground is another way to get an out. Um, if a base runner is tagged with the ball, it is also an out. If a base runner illegally runs past another ba- uh, base runner on out of order is considered an out. So let's say there's somebody, somebody on first and I just hit the ball at home. Well, I'm running, or I hit a home run, or something like that. I'll hit, uh, I'll run to first, and then my guy's uh, still running, and I run past him. I'm out. Uh, and it's one rule that I don't know. I-, I can understand why they have it, but at the same time, it doesn't happen that often. But um, some people uh, kind of get. Sorry about that. <laughs> some people kind of get confused at it, but that's that's one way to get an out. Um, and it also, if a, a base runner fails to tag up, which basically what that means is, <coughs> if um, if there's a, a a ball hit out to outfield and it's up in the air and you and the outfitter catches it, well, you're running. To, if like I'm on first and I'm running to second, well, if I don't tag up, which basically tagging up means I would have to go back to first, wait till the ball is catch or caught, and then run to second. Before the guy throws the ball, the second possibly get me out. Well, if I fail to do that and I just run anyway, then I'm out. So they'll they'll basically they'll throw it to first or tag me and get me out. <clears throat> and those are those are some of the main ways to get outs. And I think that's all that I could find. So and th- there's probably a bunch of other ways, but you, you probably have to do something like illegal or something like that in the game to to really. Uh, get out. Okay, and so next thing is the positions. Um, <clears throat> there is there's a total of nine positions in baseball. 
for the pitchers, you got a, a starting pitcher. You got a uh, which is basically you'll is the person, of course, you'll, that you'll see start the whole game. Um, a relief pitcher, which is normally somebody you'll see come in, um, maybe a little bit halfway through the game or a little bit later in the game, to where like the starting pitcher just like can't do it anymore, basically. And a closing pitcher is somebody that you'll see normally come in probably about the eighth or ninth inning to close out the game. So let's say my team is up um, five to five to four, and the other team needs just get that one or one or two more runs. Well, I'll bring in my closing pitcher to um, to basically end that in the game with three strikes or three strikeouts, basically. To where I so so we don't let the other team score and get that last two runs. Um, then the next part uh, next position is the catcher is the one you'll normally see behind the batter in front of the umpire right there at home plate uh, and this, this is who the pitchers throwing to um, first baseman is like of course you'll see you'll see if you're on if you're at home plate it's the person to the right um, it's that first base you come to um, second baseman if you um, who is the person to the left if you're if, this is and I'm going all off home plate if you're looking at home, uh, first base, if you go a little bit to the left, you'll see the um, the second baseman. The next spot is the shortstop, which um, if you look at second base, you'll look to the left of second base. And second base is just straight ahead from home plate. So if you look to the, the left of second, ba- or second base, you'll see the shortstop. Um, and then, of course, if, you, if you're at home plate and you look to the far left, and you look at that that third base there. That is um, that is the third baseman. Um, and then from in the in the outfield, um, like and this is all the way they did this is from all from home plate. So the left fielder will be on the uh, to your left. Center fielder will be right in the and right in the middle. And then right fielder will be to the right. Um, I when I was younger, I had problems understanding where left and right field was. I knew where center field was, but um, I had problems figuring out left and right field, but then I figured it out. Because when I'm standing out in the outfield, if you say left field, I'm going to head to right field. And if you say right field, I'm going to head to left field. So I, I was one of those kids that kind of kind of got confused at it, but, um, but I, I understood it after a little bit. Um... The next thing is the strike zone, which and I kind of already went over this a little bit, um, but it's like it's like I said, it, it just, the strike zone is based from the, about the chest down to the knees. You either get a strike which is inside the strike zone, or and a and or a ball which is outside the strike zone. Um, and it's and like and like I said, um, that's one of the things that most people get confused with is where the strike zone is, but um, normally. Um, like I said, they'll have on the screen when you're watching the game. They'll sometimes mark it. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes they will. And sometimes they'll do it after if they're trying to figure out where the ball was. Because if if it's like right on that line that you see on the screen, then um, you'll understand kind of where it is. And then um, one way I figured it out was when I played baseball video games. Because they normally always have it marked on the video games where it kind of helps me figure out okay that's where it is then I can 
go from there. Um, and that's all that I have for uh, Baseball 101. There was a good little bit more, but it wasn't. It was kind of going in a little bit more detail uh, about certain things that are like there was some of the equipment, which is basically like you need your you need your helmet, you need um, your bat, your glove, uh, your base, your batting gloves if you want that, um, and uh, and stuff like that. There's and like your cleats, your pants, your jersey. So it was like I didn't really want to include that, um, even though I just did. But um, but really, there wasn't too many things that like they had on there that I felt like was really important. But that's just me. Um, so the next thing we're going on to is the predictions for this week's football games, and then I'll throw in a little bit of baseball as well. So here we go. Alrighty, here we are on to the second topic, which is predictions for this week's football games and a little bit about baseball. Um, so for uh, we have some games on Friday, and now I with the way I pick these games is kind of it's not all of them because I would be sitting here forever talking about all of them. Um, but I just kind of chose some of the big games I felt like were like were necessary, I guess, for this week. Uh, this weekend games. Um, so if I left out your favorite team or whatever, uh, let me know, and then I'll go over it and and, so, and whatnot. So for Friday's games, I picked uh, Kansas versus uh, ranked number seventeen Coastal Carolina. Um, I was I was kind of fifty uh, fifty on this one with this pick. Um, I don't know too much about Coastal Carolina. I didn't watch their game last week, um, but apparently they won because they were ranked like twenty something beforehand, and now they're ranked seventeen. Uh, but I picked Kansas because I watched a little bit of their game last week, and they did pretty well. Um, the next one I I chose was UTEP versus Boise State. Um, well, last week I picked Boise State. Um, to win their game against uh, UCF, well, they ended up losing. And um, but I, th- I think normally when a te- when a good team like Boise State loses, um, that they come back. So I picked Boise State, even though Boise State is working with a new coach this year. So they might it might be a little working process for them to get back to the way they once were because they were a pretty good team. They weren't like. Um, top five team, but they were in the top twenty-five a little bit um, for a while. Um, and then that's all the games that I picked for uh, September tenth of uh, Friday. Um, now Saturday, September eleventh, um, I picked uh, I picked a big chunk of the games, uh, even though there's nobody playing on Sunday or Monday this this time, um, but. Um, September 11th is going to be it's a it's a big day for America so um, which is uh, the day the Twin Towers fell and uh, the Pentagon got hit and the uh, the plane landed down in I believe it was Pennsylvania uh, in a uh, Pennsylvania field um, so um, 
uh, let's. I'm going to take a one minute moment of silence for um, for 9/11, starting right now. Alrighty, um, I, I felt like I needed to do that um, to remember 9-11 um, because it was a big thing that impacted America and um, I, I pr uh, my prayers are still out there for the families that are affected by that every year. Um, so, <clears throat> so back to my picks um, for this Saturday's games. Um, the first one I picked was ranked number 12, Oregon versus Ohio, ranked number 3, Ohio State. Um, I chose Oregon with this one because I watched Ohio State's game on Saturday, and I felt like Ohio State could have done a lot better um, with their game, and uh, which they played Minnesota, and it was 45-31, to 31, but the fact that you let a team like Minnesota pick up 31 points against you is just not good. So I ended up picking Oregon because the way Oregon played last week was pretty good, and I think easily, hands down, Oregon beat Ohio State. Um, the next one I picked was Alabama State versus ranked number 25, Auburn. Um, I went with Auburn mainly because Alabama State is not that good of a team, and um, but of course I'm rooting for Alabama State, but I think Auburn will will probably destroy them like they did Akron last week. Um, the next one was Pittsburgh versus uh, Tennessee. Um, I picked Tennessee, uh, but um, their game last week, um, I was kind of kind of surprised the way they played last week um, with Tennessee against Bowling Green. Um but it's Bowling Green, so what else do you expect? Um, so, um, so, um, but uh, I, I think Tennessee could probably pull it out, but you never know, really. Sometimes these underdog teams could easily destroy big teams. So, next one is uh, ranked number thirteen, Florida versus South Florida, um, and. I, th I think Florida is going to win this one hands down, but you got to think losing some of their big starters last uh, last year, uh, it's it's kind of hard to tell really, but you never know. Um, but I pick, like I said, I picked Florida over South Florida, but sometimes you, you always got to expect the upset sometimes. Um, the next one I picked was ranked number 10 Iowa versus ranked number 10 Iowa State. I picked Iowa State mainly because they had a really good team last year, and they're kind of carrying over this year, and I think they can continue on and possibly make it to the playoffs this year. Um, the next one was ranked number 21, Utah versus BYU. 
Um, I picked Utah mainly because they were ranked, um, but um, you, like this is one of those situations where they're a lower ranked team, so they weren't that good, but they could easily lose to a team like BYU. They did good last year, but I don't know too much about how many starters they lost or whatever. But um, we'll we'll get to that point when I when I get to it. <clears throat> uh, the next one was Washington versus Michigan. Um, these are two teams that um, they're pretty good teams, but uh, it's it's one of those like they're not good good teams, but they're okay teams where I think it could, this one could go either way. I picked Michigan, but like I said, you never know. This one's like one of those fifty-fifty ones. It's not one team better than the other. It's fifty-fifty. So I kind of just chose one out of the blue. Um, the next one is uh, UAB versus ranked number two Georgia. Um, well, I, I I picked Georgia mainly because I think Georgia has a better team than uh, UAB, but I. I wouldn't be surprised if UAB beat Georgia because UAB does have a good team. But this is going to be a test um, for UAB to see to show everybody how good they really, really are um, playing against a ranked number two Georgia like this. Um, the next one was uh, ranked number two Texas A&M or ranked number five Texas A&M. I'm sorry versus Colorado. I picked uh, Texas A&M because they have a really good team going for them. And then Colorado is just, it's Colorado. So, but it's another one of those things, like I always say, expect the unexpected. So, if, they lo- if Texas A&M loses, you, you heard it from me, expect the unexpected. Um, next one was Ball State versus Penn State, or ranked 11 Penn State. Um, this is another one where, I th- with Penn State beating Wisconsin Saturday, I, w- I was kind of shocked because I was expecting Wisconsin to win that one. I picked Penn State, but I was kind of rooting for Wisconsin in a way. Um, but it's uh, I was like I said I was kind of shocked with the way the, that one ended. Um, but it, it happened to happen. Oh, so um, Penn State should beat Ball State. Um, the next one is uh, Mercer versus ranked number one Alabama. Um, I think Alabama's going to win. I don't know why. I just kind of picked Alabama. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I think Alabama will hands down destroy Mercer. It's kind of one of those games where uh, it's just like, kind of like a little getting warmed up game for Florida ne- the next week and stuff like that. So um, the next game is South Carolina State versus number six, Clemson. Um I picked Clemson, but this is one of those ones where I think Clemson's going to come in mad, mainly because they lost last week, and um, but at the same time, I don't want them to get that mad to where, hey, they're going to blow this thing against that they have going and still ruin their... Because they, they, as of right now, if they keep winning, they can still have a shot at the playoffs. But if they if they lose any more if they lose one or two more from now until then I don't think they're going to go so I don't want them to get too ahead of themselves and lose to a team like South Carolina State. So um, the next one I, I I chose was Stanford versus number fourteen uh, USC. Um, 
this is one of those ones, like, it's another 50-50 one, even though, yes, USC is ranked number 14, but Stanford also still kind of has a good team, so it still could go either way, so. Um, the next one was ranked number 15, Texas versus Arkansas. Um, Arkansas surprisingly has done better than I think everybody expected, um, and Texas is kind of another one of those that everybody kind of didn't expect. But this one is another 50-50 one, in my opinion. But um, I, I'll be, I'll kind of be surprised either way because I was, I picked Texas, but Arkansas could also upset them. Um, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about baseball, and um, so the, uh, as of right now, it's going to be the. Uh, the Braves are probably about, I think, 1.5 games ahead of the... It's either 1.5 or 2.5 ahead of the Phillies to where... And we're kind of slowly closing down on the season. And it can't come any quicker because that, it's getting me a little nervous. Um, but then the, uh, it's like with the Dodgers and the Giants right now, they're going back and forth with the lead. Um, I, I believe the Dodgers have the lead right now over the Giants, um, but I think that one's kind of one of those ones that that one right there is going to be the determination of who goes. Um, no, I'm sorry. The Giants are have the uh, lead over the Dodgers over just one game, so if, if the Dodgers win and the Giants lose, then it will go back to a tie. Um, but I think this one's going to be a tough one. Uh, either way, I think one of them's going to a wild card game. So I think as long as they keep doing as well as they are, they this could be a one where um, one of them's go. One of them's going to either go to the wild. One of them's going to the wild card, and the other's going sh- just straight to the playoffs, or the uh, vice versa. Um, and that's kind of most of the big news. Um. Because there's there's been a lot of things going on like like with Shohei Otani uh, all closing in on probably almost 50 home runs and uh, there's and there's other people closing in on him and stuff like that. But nothing there's nothing been really too major going on that I've heard of. There's probably there's probably some out there, but uh, it's just what I've heard. Um, so now we're gonna move on to our third and final topic, which is just a little goodbyes. And alrighty, here we are now to the fourth or third and final topic. I'm sorry, um, and this uh, I'm like, and I've, I know I've said it just about every time, but um, I am very, very happy with the way that things have turned out. Um, but um, and I, and these and these episodes that I'm doing with the 101s, it's not really, um, it's not really what I intended on doing but uh, at like when I first started it's not like I, I didn't want to do it but it's just when I intended on doing it it wasn't my number one thing to do but then after I started going off of it um, I was like you know there's some people out there that don't know how these sports work and then I was like let's let's help out the people and um, that's what and that's what there's the reason why I'm doing it so it's not what I intended on doing but um, I'm I'm just I'm doing it for some of the people out there that don't know um, how these sports work and um, 
I'm hoping y'all like it um, because it's like um, I've, I've, I think I'm doing pretty well with it. I think I'm getting as much information out there as possible for y'all. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm hoping y'all are liking it. Um, I haven't got any feedback yet on the, uh, football 101, but, um, all the, up, all the other episodes are doing pretty well. It's just this one is not, uh, I haven't, or I haven't got any info off this one. Um, if you have any and you just haven't sent it yet, just send it my way, um, by following me on my Instagram at jmocbc, that is at jmocbc. Or um, on my podcast Instagram was at um, at JMO underscore sports underscore podcast um, is my Instagrams for both of those. The first one was my main. The second one was just my podcast uh, Instagram account. Um, but it's just, I, I'm like I said, I'm very, very happy with the way everything is going. I have, like I said, I haven't got any feedback just yet on these 101s, but... Um, Maybe the people that haven't given me feedback already know how the, all this works. But um, and then with the my predictions and all that kind of stuff have been going well. I'm hoping I get go perfect with all the ones that I chose, but you never know. Um, so um, but it's uh, I like I said, I'm very very happy with everything that's been going so far. I'm closing in on ten episodes. Um, on episode ten, I might do something big, but um. But probably not. I might. Um, I think I'm really going to be doing um, something big for uh, my uh, 100th um, listener. Uh, when I get a hunt, when I hit a hundred listeners, I'm going to do a pretty big episode and stuff like that. So, um, well, alrighty, that's all I have to say, and um, I'll see you next time on the JMO Sports Podcast.